Shabbos Dav Chofalev. We had a list of the Mishnah, different wicks that are also to use on Shabbos. These wicks are only also to make a candle out of them, but if you use it to make a bonfire or for heat, it's motor. You can't use Shemen Kik. Three opinions. Shmuel says it's the name of a bird. Rav Yitzhak says it's cotton seed. And Rishlokish says this is the Kikoyan. Kik is Kikoyan of Yaina, the leaf that protected Yaina. From all these three things, you cannot make oil. The Isser of using wicks on Shabbos is because these wicks flicker and you might fix it. This is to use the oils in the Mishnah because these oils are not very absorbent into the wick. And again, you'll come to fix it. Now, if you added olive oil and now it works well, it's still also because you might forget to use the olive oil. Rabbi Shimon Gamaliel says, the whole list of wicks that are usher to use, if you use them for flotation devices, the mutter. The only time it's usher is if you use it to be a wick and use it for the actual flame. Says Rab, melted fat and melted fish innards are usher to use. Now, if you add oil, it's mutter to use. The reason is because now they are absorbed well in the wick. However, by themselves, they're usher because you might not melt them. But we don't make a double xeri. We don't say, well, with olive oil, you might not use the olive oil and you might not melt them. That's two xeris and we don't do that. All wicks that are usher to use for Shabbos are usher to use in the base Hamikdash because it says in the Pesach, it has to be a flame that goes by itself without any help. In the Mesamigash, they made the wicks out of the belt of the Kayan. And the belt was made out of wool. How did they do so? The answer is because it was only on Simchas Beis Nesha'eva where the mitzvah is not Medoi Raisa. However, there is a Braisa that says that they made wicks for the Menorah, which is the Raisa, out of the leftover clothing of the Kayan. And the answer is, over there, it was only from the Kutainas, which was made out of linen. And from here on out, for the next three daf approximately, we're going to be discussing Hanukkah. This is the sugi of Hanukkah of the whole Shas. Three-way machlaikas. Ravuna says, all the oils that you're not permitted to use on Shabbos, you're not permitted to use on Hanukkah in the weekday and on Shabbos. The reason is because on the weekdays we have a concept called kafsa zokukla. If the flame of the menorah is extinguished within the shear of time, let's say you have to light the candle for a half hour, during that half hour is extinguished, you must relight it. So we're concerned that perhaps he won't light it on purpose. He'll use inferior product and he won't relight it. On Shabbos, we have another reason. And that is because since you are permitted to use the light, you might read to the light, and then you'll come, Shemayata, you'll fix the candle. Rav Chizda says, in the weekday, you could use that oil, because Kafsa ain't Zakukla. You don't have to relight it. But on Shabbos, we still have the concern that you might fix the candle lighting, the candle, because you are permitted to read to its light. And Rav says, no. You're allowed to use it for weekdays and for Shabbos, all these oils that are possible. Because Kafsa ain't Zakukla. We're not concerned that he might be pushed that he might not relight it, because he doesn't have to relight it. And on Shabbos, it's also to use the candlelight, and therefore we're not concerned of Shemayata. Abaya heard this pshat from Rabbi Yirmiya, and he didn't accept it. But later on, he heard this pshat in the name, from Robin in the name of Rabbi Yechanan, and he accepted it, and he felt bad. He said, I wish I would have heard this when I was younger, because when he was younger, there's a concept called Gersh the Yankasa, Torah that you learn when you're young, sticks. The, the mitzvah of their Hanukkah is from Shkia until the Tarmudayim leave the marketplace. Tarmudayim are people that sell firewood and they stay in the marketplace last and therefore that is your Chiyov. In other words, if you didn't light your candles, you have all the way up until they leave to light. Or, another shot is, 
how much oil should one put in his menorah, enough to last from Shkia until these people leave the marketplace. There are three levels of Mahadran in Ner Hanukkah. The basic level is one candle every single night for all the people in the house. That's all you need. On the eighth night of Hanukkah, one candle is enough for everybody. The next level is Mahadran, and it's one candle, but for every person in the house. And the third level is, according to Bishamai, the Balabayis, according to some Rishonim, the Machlech's Rat, the Toysus, and the Rambam, is this in addition to every single person in the house, or it's only the Balabayis? But Bishamai say, you start out with eight, and on the second day, you go down to seven, and on the sixth day, you go down to six. They still say, you start with one, and you build up. One, two, three, four. There are two svars in the Gemara for Bishamai, and two for Basil. The Gemara says, according to Bishamai, you light as many candles as you have left in Hanukkah. So on the second day, you have seven days left, you light seven candles. And the second shot in Bishamai is because on Sukkot, they started out with 13 cows they would bring for Karbanis, 13 cows the first day of Sukkot. Second day was 12. So to Hanukkah, you go down. Basil, as far as is, that you light as many candles as days that went by. So on the second day of Hanukkah, it's two days that went by, you light two candles. Another Pshat of Yisrael is, Malam you always go up in Yedusha, so you start with one and you go up to two, etc. If your house is open to a front yard, and that front yard is open to the Rosh Hashanah, you light by your front door, outside of your front door, in your Chatzar, but by your house, by the door. If you live on the second floor, you should light by the window facing the Rosh Hashanah. If it's a time of Sakana where you're not allowed to light outside, your yoy to the mitzvah lighting inside on your table, says Rava, provided that you make a hecker that this is your Ner Hanukkah and not your lamp for regular usage. Now, if you have a bonfire at home, then you don't have to make a hecker. Obviously, that small little candle that you lit is for Hanukkah, unless you're an Adam Chashib who never uses a bonfire. The Gemara tells us, on the 25th day of Kislev, we make eight days of Hanukkah, which you don't do a hesped at a levaya, and you don't fast. What happened was the Yavan went into the Heichal and they were metama all the oil and then when the Chashmanayim beat them they found only one Pach Shemen with the seal of the Karangadol which should have only lasted for one day but it lasted for eight days and therefore Chachamim made Hanukkah where you say Halal and you give Shevach Vaidat HaKadosh Baruch The halacha is if you cause a spark and that spark makes a fire you are Chayim. If you have a camel loaded with cotton and the cotton goes into a store and catches on fire and your camel creates a fire, that's your responsibility and you are chayv. If it caught on fire outside of the store, the store owner put his fire outside of the store, that's the store owner's responsibility. Says Rabbi Huda, on Hanukkah, since you have a mitzvah to light outside, then it's not the store owner's responsibility, it's the camel owner's responsibility. Says Ravina. From here you see that the chiv of near Hanukkah is from between three tvachim from the ground, it shouldn't be lower than three, but not higher than ten. Otherwise, we would tell the store owner to light his candles above ten tvachim so camels could go by. Says the Gemara, that's not a good raya. Perhaps you could be yaitza above ten, but we don't tell the store owner to do so because it's a tircha and he might not want to do it. Have a wonderful day.